A podcast network. I'm Fred Armstrong, and you listen to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here with a fabulous little band, a little trio, a little power trio called Velvet Starlings. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Hello, Andras. You're, you're, I mean, you're kind of, you're a trio, but you're kind of a quattro because one of you is playing two instruments in the band. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ronnie, mm-hmm. how'd you get so gosh darn talented? Uh, well, I started off with um, piano lessons. I played piano since I was four, and then when I turned, um, I think, 13, I moved on to playing bass, because my dad played bass, so like he had that like rock influence for mm-hmm. me, so yeah, so I just went on from there. And when we when I saw you, I, I immediately was thinking of Getty Lee and because he <laughs> he plays both. Have you ever played the keyboard with your feet? No, but I want to learn that someday. <laughs> yeah, that would be very cool. So we're just flowing with with how the show works, and we have a guest who may or may not be arriving later. But in the meantime, we do have three questions from the band. And I don't know whose is going to get picked first, but let's uh, paper fetishists gather around, listen to that paper that is the sound of questions being manhandled and one is going to be randomly chosen and we're going to get a question from one of the members of the band uh why don't uh, i'm just gonna just shuffling how about uh michael we aren't hearing a lot from you michael why don't you tell me when to stop sh- stop shuffling and which which question oh wait no i'm holding three questions which which one uh let's stop now okay <laughs> so this is the question who wrote this one? Oh, Michael. Perfect. You, yeah, you're, you have a psychic link with your own question. So, uh, actually, Michael, would you mind stepping up and speaking on, uh, why don't you speak on uh, Ronnie's microphone and you read, uh, read us your question. Okay. Well, my question was pretty much just, because um, I had a few conversations with friends, I always bring it up. Was idiocracy a premonition of the future? Was idiocracy a premonition of the future? And now you get to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na. We love eight. Ooh, and now we are in this weird little mistakey zone because seven was the song that I mistakenly shouted out 
which was Chasing Time, right? So now song seven, which would have, which is the, which is actually song number five, which is the song that came up at the beginning. If you're following along, folks, just try and get your brain around my math mistakes. But song number five is called, I believe, Karmic Lemonade. Karmic Lemonade is a pretty great answer to the question, is idiocracy a premonition? Okay, let's play it.
It's got electrolytes. Oh, uh, that was Karmic Lemonade. The answer to Michael's question is idiocracy a premonition or? Of the future. Of the future. And could I see your, could I see the question? You mind handing it to me yeah. there for a second? And I just thought it was funny because the whole one of the jokes in the film is that they are putting whatever electrolytes, ga- electrolytes Gatorade, <laughs> Gatorade on the food Gatorade. on the Gatorade. on the plants, and they're wondering why they won't grow. Plants need electrolytes, right? So obviously, there's a meat sort of a direct hit quality to that answer. But Christian, you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? That song, I mean, the background basically. You know, you're in a band, you do stuff. Well, you're a human being, so eventually you're bound to be in a relationship. And I've been in exactly one relationship ever, and it kind of ended sour. And, you know, like, kind of nods to, you know, Savoy Truffle, and sometimes it's sweet, sometimes it's sour, and that's the karmic lemonade. So, write it. Write it. Okay, cool. And that was, uh, sorry that the relationship didn't work out, but uh, (laughs) you probably have other ones. Uh, was Was that a while back? A year ago, two, yeah, about a year or two ago. Between that, how's your heart now, Christian? Pretty good. I mean, it wasn't that bad then, but still. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, and what do you think about that as the as the answer to Michael's question about idiocracy? I think it's karma. The karmic law is one of those things that I feel like with synchronicity, or yeah. Synchronicity. Synchronicity, oh my god. It's okay. I sounded so late. A lot of people do that. <laughs> um, yeah, you can always rely on it no matter what. And it comes down to, are there more people in the world who are working for good and trying to save us from green Gatorade fertilizer? Or are there more people who are trying to make money and willing to poison the plants of the, the major population, the 99%, mm-hmm. and give it up because Gatorade... Is offering them a deal. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think, Michael, about how that answered your question? Um, well, you know, it's, it's just with karma. You know, whatever we put out into the world, it will eventually come back. So um, if we keep putting out these, you know, kind of like unthoughtful or uh, unconscious um, ideas or actions out into, you know, the world, then karmic lemonade you know at first it might be sweet but then you know later after we get that aftertaste it could be a little bit more sour and vice versa either way yeah i was thinking about a couple things well first of all the idea of art being uh a fortune teller or or having prescience to the future i i don't know if it was kurt vonnegut who said that but let's just say that he did because it applies to him and he, he I, I believe he said if you imagine the worst case scenario people will eventually say that you were prophetic because that is sort of the entropic nature of of life but i also was thinking about how like the idea of karmic lemonade the idea that you create an, you create art that is a reflection of your inner mind and that if it's true, it has this karmic quality that it does end up having a certain prescience, even if you didn't intend it to. I think about, have you ever read, uh, are you familiar with Robert Anton Wilson? Uh, he wrote a, a series of books called the Illuminatus Trilogy. And the story he told was that 
he and his uh, part writing partner, Robert Shea, who he was working with, they said, well, what if all of the conspiracy theories were true? And they just sort of let their minds roam on every possible conspiracy theory. And then after they wrote the book, people started pointing out to them, oh, how did you know this? How did you know that? Someone would, like from the CIA would get in touch with them. And how did you get how did you know about that? And it's like we just made it up. We had no idea. And it's that same idea is that our imagination is a kind of prophecy, right? And when you put it into art and then everyone looks at it, it has this quality of predicting the future, but it also has a way of creating the future because people are watching idiocracy. Yes, in a way, the, like the, the premonition of it is like we are getting dumber, but in a way that is kind of informed by idiocracy, Right. Not that it stopped it would have stopped it or started it, but the flavor of it, the lemonade quality is because we've all watched this movie and now we see our president acting like that. It's there in our mind. Whereas if idiocracy hadn't existed, we might still have an idiot president, but we wouldn't have this to compare it to. Right. Those are things I was thinking. Anyway, that's my idea. Any any other ideas? Ronnie, you're. You're you're pretty quiet. Oh. Are you a fan of that film? Hmm? Uh, I don't think I've ever watched it yet. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> it can make it will make you dumb. <laughs> That's what it did to me. Yeah, I know. I literally felt like I lost a few uh, IQ points after I watched it. But yeah. at the same time, I felt a little bit more of like a conscious human being of my actions afterward. Well, Mike Judge is a really weird filmmaker in that way. A lot of the stuff he's done has aged far better than it was received at the time that he created it. Going back to that idea of like the, like what is genius and what, you know, what is the, you know, what does uh, fate or destiny favor in a weird way. Mike judges is a nice example of the way that like he's had just had one sort of failure or mockable product that in the end becomes like transcends the stuff that was more popular and more respected in its time, the time it came out. So yeah, that's the thing. You could compare some stuff that our president does to the the wrestler Camacho. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Was it like Terry Crews? Yeah. 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 And it's you see it, and it's kind of like it's a mirror. Who knows what it's going to be in twenty years? Is it going to be drinking Gatorade as an option out mm-hmm. of our fountains? Well, and I guess the question I would ask you is so. As artists, as creators, does that inform what you want to put out into the world? Like, would like, uh, do you feel like there's anything that you're writing or reflecting now that maybe is a parody that could potentially become true? Um, I don't know. I think one of the things is whenever I write anything, everything I do, every decision I make, I like to think, I like to have divine intervention in mind. I like to think that karma, all these things, everything is abiding by each other and that if it, if it's meant to be interpreted one way from another person, then that's the way it's supposed to be. So with Karmic Lemonade, uh, I, I instantly, I thought of, well, I thought of, you know, the, the beverage, I thought instantly of the Gatorade when he said idiocracy. I was like, right. you know, those moments where you're just like, bing! Yeah, yeah direct hit. <laughs> Well, that's the that's the first of the three questions that are coming from the band. And in the interest of synchronicity and not knowing, we don't know who the next guest is going to be. It might be one of you. It might be a surprise guest. So tune in tomorrow 
for that day's musical divination with Who We Know Not. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.